Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. What is up everyone? Welcome to episode 158 of the Membership Guys podcast. I'm your host Mike Morrison and this is the show to listen to for weekly knowledge bombs that give you all you need to grow a successful membership website. How the devil are you? I hope you're having an awesome day, awesome week, awesome month, awesome life. And I'm here to hopefully make it just that little bit more awesome with my regular dose of membership tips. Thank you so much for spending part of your day with me. I so appreciate it. This week's episode is a little bit of a funny one. It's an episode that I really wasn't sure whether or not I wanted to tackle this topic. And the reasons for that will become apparent as we dig deeper into the episode. But giving it a bit of thought, this is a question that we see constantly coming up inside our community, inside our Facebook group, across social media. And so I kind of felt like I owed it to you guys to answer it simply because it comes up so many times. So that question is, if I'm starting a new membership, how many people can I realistically expect to join it. And this isn't just a question we see from people who are in the process of planning, building, launching their membership. We see this from people who are maybe a year or two into their membership and they're trying to get an idea. They're trying to gauge where the potential ceiling might be. And the honest answer to this question is that nobody knows. This is very much a how long is a piece of string type of question. There isn't a set formula to anything in business really and there certainly isn't a set formula where X number of followers or X number of email subscribers automatically translates into Y number of people signing up for your membership. Things just don't work like that as much as we'd like them to. There are so, so many things that affect the number of people that you can realistically expect to join your membership. Everything from your topic, your choice of niche, through to your pricing and how that compares to other alternatives, through to the specifics of what you're offering and how well you describe the value proposition, even things like the time of year or what your competitors are doing. All of this sort of stuff factors into the equation and it's impossible impossible to accurately project how your membership will perform. There really is no science or a one-size-fits-all formula to this. However, I understand why people ask this question. Why, when you're starting out, you want to have a ballpark idea of what is a realistic expectation for how many members your site will attract. Because a lot goes into creating a membership site. So, of course, you want some sort of assurance that it's going to be worth your time. That it's going to be worth the effort and the money that you're putting into your new venture. So, this is where the kind of against my better judgment thing comes into it. Because there is no right answer to this. But I'm going to attempt to give you as close to an answer as is possible to give. I'm going to do my best to give you a rule of thumb to work to so that you can be realistic about your expectations because we see some people who maybe have like 100 or 200 people on their email list and they go into this whole thing thinking that every single person on that email list, every single one of them will join their membership. And of course, 
they end up disappointed. You know, sometimes people will post about the results they've got as if it's the worst thing in the world. And we have to go about them and say, hey, you've actually done really, really well. You've actually converted a large portion of your audience. It's just you had really unrealistic expectations at the outset. So I absolutely want to preface the rest of this episode by saying in no way is this exact science. This is entirely anecdotal and it's based on what we've observed with the thousands of membership owners we've helped as well as with our own membership, membersiteacademy.com plus the clients that we've worked with over the past 15 years or so where we've been really hands-on and really neck deep in the goings-on in their business. So it's anecdotal but it's based on a lot of our own experience. But again, it's not exact science. Every situation will be different. And we're going to talk a little bit about the main factors that might come into play in just a few minutes. But please, all of this is to say, please, please promise me that you won't come to me after hearing this episode and say, hey, well, you said that I'd get 200 new members and I didn't. What's up with that, man? What's your problem? All right, please don't come to me. I know this is kind of, I'm really beating the point here, but I want to make it absolutely clear that this is purely rule of thumb anecdotal stuff. Don't swear by it. Don't bet your house on it. Don't quote me on it. Your mileage may vary. This is entirely rule of thumb. Okay, so with all of that said, generally, you're going to be looking at around about 5% of your core audience size in terms of how many people will end up joining your membership. Now, when I say core audience, we're looking at either your email list, so the number of people on your email list, or the number of people in your Facebook group if you run a free Facebook group, whichever of those is largest. 5% of that number is a pretty realistic, pretty common approximation of the number of members you could realistically set as a target, as a goal to attract to your membership. Now, please take note of the fact that I said you want to use either your email list or your Facebook group as the number to base this off. Don't add them together. Because if you've got a thousand people on your email list, a thousand people in your Facebook group, a thousand people following you on Twitter, it's far more likely that it's the same 1,000 people as opposed to 3,000 different people. Now, again, of course, that's not going to be 100% the case. But remember, none of this episode is using exact science or exact maths. This is all rule of thumb. So we generally don't actually look at things like Twitter followers, YouTube subscribers, website visitors, and so on as your core audience. What we really want to use as the number to base this on are people who have actively taken a step to engage with you a little bit more by subscribing to your email list or joining your group. And another thing to note here is that I'm not saying that 5% of people will convert from the emails you send them or 5% of people who join your group or who visit your sales page will join your membership. Literally all we're doing here is taking two numbers, putting them side by side and seeing how they compare. It's just about getting that number to give you a rough approximation of what your actual engaged audience size is. We're not talking about specific conversion rates or something you can manipulate or play around with. This is literally just rough ballpark, what figure should I be shooting for here? Now, there are two huge elements that will affect the proportion of your audience who would realistically be likely to join your membership. The first of these is relevancy. 
A highly relevant list of people who subscribe to your emails or joined your group because they're very specifically interested in your topic These guys are clearly in the market for solutions to problems that your membership solves. And these guys are obviously going to be far more likely to join your membership than, for example, 1,000 random people who subscribe to your email list because you ran a contest to win an iPad. Something we see a lot when people are first starting with their membership is a situation where maybe you have a few hundred people on your email list, but they're old clients or they're people who subscribed over a period of years from your previous businesses or different ideas you've tried out. Maybe it's people you've met at networking events, ex-colleagues, a list of clients that you borrowed with quotes here, air quotes, a list of old clients that you borrowed from your last job. That sort of stuff. We see people having lists comprised of those type of people and then using that as their starting point. But the truth is these guys probably aren't the most relevant of audiences. So take that into consideration again when you're setting your goals and your expectations. Relevancy is huge. This is why we encourage people to start waiting lists for their membership as part of their launch strategy, because that lets you build an extremely relevant list of people who are specifically interested in your membership. So that's the first thing, relevancy. The second factor that affects all of this stuff is recency. Have you actually been engaging with your audience on a regular basis? When was the last time you emailed them? Are they opening your emails? Have you kept the conversation and your relationship with them going? Or have these people just been sitting on your email list or inside a dead Facebook group for months and years without hearing anything from you? These two factors, relevancy and recency, will affect the percentage of your audience who are likely to join your site, your core audience. The better these two factors are, the more likely you are to hit that 5% point or to do even better than that. But if you know that things kind of suck on one or more of these fronts, if you know that your list isn't really that relevant or that you haven't been engaging with them for months or years at a time, then again, you just need to adjust your expectations accordingly or spend a little more time rebuilding your relationship with a relevant audience before pushing ahead with your membership plans. And you know what? Sometimes that means starting from scratch. You might be sitting on an email list of a thousand people and as we said, they could all be 1,000 completely useless, completely pointless contacts to have. And it's not uncommon to let all of those go and just start with a blank slate when it comes to actually building your audience for your membership. And now if you're sitting there thinking, well, hang on, 5% of what? 5% of what audience? You're talking about core audience. You're talking about Facebook group members or email list subscribers, I have neither of those. I don't have an email list. I don't have a Facebook group. I have zero audience. Then I've got bad news for you. It's going to be a little bit of an uphill struggle. Build it and they will come is not a valid strategy for your membership site. 5% of nothing is nothing. It's as simple as that. However, don't fear. In two weeks' time on the Membership Guys podcast, I'm going to be specifically talking about tactics, strategies, and tips that you can use if you want to build a membership, but you don't have an audience of your own. So keep an eye out for that. That's going to be episode 160, and that'll be coming in just a couple of weeks' time. Okay, so hopefully that's given you something to work from. Again, I've got to reiterate that there's absolutely nothing exact or precise here. It's anecdotal. It's rule of thumb. There's no science. There's no magic formula because such a thing does not and cannot exist. 
But hopefully this does give you at least a really rough thumb in the air idea of what's realistic in terms of your expectations and what is just completely bonkers in terms of how you can expect things to go and how many people will realistically be likely to join your membership. But remember, please don't come to me and say, well, you told me I was going to get 5% of my core audience and it just hasn't happened. Or don't post in the Facebook group and say, well, you said 5%. That means you must suck because I got 6%. Really? Do not do it, please. Not even as a joke. (laughs) All right. Hopefully this has been useful. Hopefully it's given you something to work with. The whole reason I want to do this episode is just to help you avoid that trap of overly high unrealistic expectations where you end up being disappointed despite the fact that actually you've done quite well, you've done relatively well, but you were expecting to convert 100% of your email list or something like that. So if that's all I've done, if this just gives you a guidance point, a reference point, then my decision to actually push ahead with this episode despite my reservations, which hopefully are now clear, hopefully you understand a little bit, then it will have all been worth it. That's it from me for this week. Thanks for bearing with me during what was quite a strange episode. I'd love to get your thoughts on it, get your input. If you're in our free Facebook group, please do let me know. We post the link and a little bit of info about every episode in there. So comment away. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. If you're not in the free Facebook group, you are missing out. We've got thousands and thousands of membership site owners just like you, as well as people who are in the beginning stages of their journey. They're all in this Facebook group sharing advice, helping each other out. If you're sitting at your computer right now listening, type talk memberships. That's talk memberships.com into your browser that will redirect you to where you need to be or if you're listening on your phone pull up the facebook app search for membership mastermind and that'll get you to the right place too get yourself in there let me know what you thought of today's episode i'm just curious as to whether you guys are just sitting there scratching your heads laughing away or whether you're sitting there thinking you know what this is some pretty good stuff Hopefully it's a bit of a combination of both. That's it from me this week. I'm out of here. I'll be back again next week with another installment of the Membership Guys podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com. The Membersite Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com. Do you want to boost your member signups and take your membership to the next level? If so, you're not going to want to miss the free webinar that I'm running on Tuesday the 26th of March. It's called Supercharge Your Membership Sales and it is entirely free. During the webinar, you will learn how to level up your core membership sales funnel for more traffic leads and sales. 
You'll discover the biggest roadblocks that could be costing you sales right now, and most importantly, how to fix them. And we're going to cover the key tactics that you need to have in place to successfully market and scale your membership. Plus, you get the opportunity to tap into my years of expertise in the membership space and have me help solve your current sales and marketing challenges. So, if you want to take your membership sales to the next level, join me on Tuesday, March 26th at 7pm UK time and go to membershipgeeks.com webinar. That's membershipgeeks.com webinar to secure your free seat today.